Welcome to another edition of the Beth Linder Moss Podcast. My name's Harold Nickel. Beth is an Instagram and TikTok influencer. She is also a best-selling author. On this podcast, Beth will talk with and teach us about varying workouts, the reasons for variation, and what these could mean for each of us. And Beth, you know, the word vary or varied, it could mean a lot of different things to to people. So before we get you know, too deeply into the discussion. Tell us what you mean by vary. Actually, what I'm really talking about is modification. The word modification, I think, is the key word here. Sometimes you could use the word vary because like sometimes people don't want to say I'm modifying um, because it puts like a stigma on them or maybe makes them self feel not as good, makes them feel like they're not getting out as much as everybody else in the workout or that because they're doing something different, they're not as good as somebody else. Maybe vary is a better word than modification. But yeah, that is really what I'm going at. Right. Okay. So, and I understand the how people would think that modified means, I don't know, the shallow end of the pool or something like that. But what I'm hearing you say is that perhaps we need to do things differently, but there's, because there's a reason something's holding us back. Like maybe we got hurt, maybe the weather's bad. Is that is that where we are with this? Yeah, absolutely. So it's about the fact that sometimes you need to modify or vary your workout um, or do it a little differently because you have an injury. Maybe there's an ankle injury or a knee injury or a back injury. Maybe it's just that like it's too humid out, like it's been very humid and it's too hot to go outside, so we need to do something inside. But if maybe we are outside, and we want to stay outside, we need to take it down a notch because it's just too hot and we don't want, you know, anything uh, to happen because of the bad weather, whether, you know, we're going to get out of breath too much or get dehydrated, things like that. Um, so, and sometimes it's because you had a really bad night's sleep and that can throw you off. It's just something as easy as that can throw it off. And maybe that you're better off modifying because you have, you're working on like two or three hours of sleep where you should be getting closer to your eight hours of sleep. Right, right. Um, and I know that in a lot of the U.S., we've had a terrible heat wave lately. And I talk to a lot of my friends who say that they're not going out to the golf course because it's too hot or they're not going out to run or even mow their own grass because of the heat. So that makes really good sense. You know, it's part of, I guess, taking care of ourselves and that variation or modification is just kind of common sense, don't you think? Yeah, well, when it comes to certain things like that, it, it, it definitely is. But there's a lot of times, though, that we want to push ourselves, right? So, you know, I went for a run and it was really humid. Even though it was 6 o'clock in the morning, I'm like, I'll be fine. It's 6 o'clock in the morning. I can't be so bad. You know, after my third mile, I'm like, all right, this, this is not even smart anymore. I'm so hot. I could tell that I wasn't feeling good. I could tell that it was just a little too humid for, like for to have me get what I wanted out of my workout. So at that point, I said, all right, I guess we're going to take the workout inside at this point because I have to listen to my body. And sometimes people have a very hard time doing that. You know, sometimes it's just because we want to, we were trying to get out what we set out to accomplish, even though there are some things working against us. And sometimes we just have to be wise about it. I appreciate what you said, Beth, about the humidity on that run and you listening to your body to go in, to go back inside and, and finish up there. And that's smart. But I know that there are a lot of people in your industry, a lot of people who are 
really into fitness and pushing themselves and demanding more of themselves who would not have gone back inside because of the heat and humidity. That's not always a good idea, is it? No, it's definitely not because that's when we can run into trouble. You can get overheated and then you can get dehydrated and then, you know, we don't want to run into any issues with that. So it's always, always best to listen to your body, which is why I'm always like, you do you, right? Um, don't worry about like what other people think. And sometimes it's also hard. Like I said, like I set out to do more than three miles, but I only did three miles and sometimes it can be disappointing. I was a little bummed because I was like, Oh, I was using this as a day where I was going to get more miles in. But sometimes it's just, you know, you, you got to just listen to your body though. Sometimes the weather's against you. Maybe you have an injury. You don't want to work through an injury because if you're you know, going to keep pushing it and pushing it, it's just going to set you back. So you, again, a lot of it's listening to your body, but it doesn't mean that we're not going to still get a good workout in. I just had to alter what I wanted to do. I varied what I wanted to do and I turned it into a hit workout instead. So there's other things that we can do, you know, instead, but definitely listening to the body is the first thing. I guess regardless too of what might be holding any of us back, there's, there's plenty of ways to vary a workout routine. And you just mentioned one, but, but, uh, First, tell us what a HIT workout is and what are some of the others? Doing HIT doesn't mean that I was really taking my workout down a notch. It really just meant I was doing a different workout, but HIT is high intensity interval training. Um, and I definitely, we've definitely spoken about this in the past, but that is when, you know, we're taking our heart rates up, we're taking it back down a little bit, taking it up, taking it down, meaning like we're going to push ourselves for um, like 30 seconds uh, and then we're going to still push ourselves, but not to the same level. So we'll push ourselves at a level nine, 10 for like 30 seconds. And then we bring it back down um, and do something a little bit less uh, high impact kind of um, or harder workout. Um, But that's what I ended up doing. Like instead of I would, you could do like an example of a hit workout would be, is that you sprint for 20 seconds and then you jog it out for the next minute and then you sprint again and then you jog it out. That's just an example of hit. Um, but there's other ways like so just say you have um, a back injury or you have an, a knee injury and running and jumping and all of those things that like a lot of people just love to do. But it's really not best for you because every time you come down, it hurts and you feel it. Right. So you jump and you feel it in your knees or you jump and you feel it in your back and you're like, oh, my God, all this pain. It's not worth it. So you can modify workouts by taking a jumping jack, for instance, and stepping it out. But just because you step it out doesn't mean that you are doing any less work because you can step it out fast instead of doing it super slow. You can speed it up and step it out really fast instead of adding that jump in. And you can do like, just say you want to do a burpee. I know everyone loves burpees, but maybe you don't want to, maybe jumping the burpee isn't the best idea. So you can step back to your plank versus hopping back to your plank. And instead of hopping up from your burpee, you step up from your burpee um, back into your squat. So there's a lot of different ways of modifying. You can just also say um, you are working on getting a push-up. Now, push-ups can be hard for people. So instead of this one, you don't even have an injury. This one, we're just building up strength. So instead of doing a push-up where you are in a plank and you give like this quarter arm, like eh, eh, kind of push up where you kind of go down, come up in like no time at all, or your butt's up or, 
or your body is sagging and you're just not in the right form and you're just really not getting it, you're better off modifying it by putting your knees down and getting down a little further, strengthening your upper body and your core so that you will eventually be able to get to the point where you can do a regular push-up that it is on your toes. Push-up that it is on your toes. Yeah, and just kind of for the record, a burpee has nothing to do with chugging a beer or anything like that. It's a it's a form of exercise. <laughs> so um, I wanted to make that clear. <laughs> now, now, some people have lost their stamina because they got sick, nearly caught the flu, or something a lot more serious, you know, broke a bone or or injured themselves some kind of way. But those same people are accustomed to really going hard, really pushing themselves. How do you coach people like that? What's a good variation for those folks? Again, it's going to be how we have, how do we listen to our bodies on some of the stuff? Because, because you have, um, you got sick. I, I don't know how you feel. So a lot of times it's, we have to talk about it. We give give and take back and forth. And then I know how much to push you and yourself. Also, if you're working out on your own and you're doing this, um, you know, just trying to listen to your body, you have to remember that you could use it on a scale of, which is a rating of perceived exertion, which is like an RPE scale of one to 10. When you're feeling, if you feel at a 10, um, you can't, you shouldn't be able to sustain a 10 for a long period of time. So if you're working out and you're getting to a 10 very quickly or you're staying at that 10 too long, that means you need to take it back a notch. Um, we're working at a level 10. You only work at for a couple of seconds because your body really doesn't let you stay at a level 10. You should be coming back. So um, you need to listen to the body. We do a lot of give and take of when I'm working with people, talking to somebody because somebody who has a knee injury and somebody else who has a knee injury, they could be feeling it completely different and one could do something more than what someone else can do. So taking it down a notch, um, you know, sometimes we just vary a workout. Sometimes if you're doing a squat per se and it hurts your knees, I will have people turn out and do a sumo squat where your feet are wide, toes are out. It's a little bit of a wider squat. Um, or I'll say to them, hey, you don't have to go all the way down to 90 degrees, go down 45 degrees and then come back up. And then you work your way up to these things. So taking it back a notch, again, it does not mean that you are sliding your workout. It means that you just have to change the workout to be where you are that day until your injury is gone, until you recovered from whatever illness you may have had, or Sometimes it's just, you know, but not everyone has to jump. Not everyone has to run. Not everyone has to do all these crazy things to get a good workout in. You don't have to do like a Spartan race to say that you are physically fit, right? You can, Or to say even in your own mind that you're physically fit. You could be, you know, you have to listen to you. You have to know what your limitations are and understand that, you're getting as good of a workout in for you than other people are, even though maybe they're jumping and reaching the ceiling and you are coming up on your toes and reaching for the ceiling. But you, as long as you're pushing yourself while you're modifying, and when I say pushing yourself, I mean of to not in pain pushing and not to the point of ex of where you're doing something that's not as smart, but pushing yourself to get yourself to the next level of your fitness of goals. Yeah. I, you mentioned knees and it seems like um, those get injured a lot. So if somebody has a bad knee, um, 
how do they vary their routine? So first, most people probably have gone through physical therapy first, and then afterwards they get cleared. So we're going to start with that. And then after they're cleared, <laughs> um, you know, you when you have a knee injury, it normally means that your quadriceps and your hamstrings, your thighs and the back of your legs are not quite strong enough. So doing exercises to build the strength of your quads and your hamstrings is really what most people is what you're going to be told to do. So that is the first thing you do for knee issues is really strengthening um, your legs. So that's going to require doing, you know, sometimes squats and lunges and, and different variations of different types of lunges and different types of squats. Like up, I say like a curtsy lunge or a reverse lunge or a lateral lunge. There's so many different ways, right? And squats, there's so many different types of squats that you can do. So doing all the different variations, but doing it to what you can do. Like I said, like just say we're talking about the squats or the lunges instead of going all the way down to 90 degrees, maybe going 45 degrees, maybe going 50 degrees is where you need to be until you get your legs stronger to where you can, you know, push yourself a little bit further. And each day, every day you do it, every week you do it, you're going to um, know when you can go a little bit further because like I like I tell people all the time there's a difference between pain and soreness and that's a thing that you have to understand pain you should never feel quote-unquote pain while we're working out it is quite okay to be as sore as possible and feel like you want to like curse out you know your trainers and me and people like that every time you're sore and you want to you know sit down to go to the bathroom walk up and down the steps things like that right that's okay to be sore but it's not okay to actually feel pain and that's where everyone has to understand the difference and it's not worth pushing through pain because it's not the no pain no gain um which we have spoken about in the past it's not the no pain no gain that we're talking about it is it's okay to be sore. It's okay to be super sore, but it and have to like roll out of bed kind of thing and like in one like big roll, you know. But it's not okay to actually feel quote unquote pain. Right, and I'm just uh, having a, a mental image of uh, you know somebody yelling at you about you know I'm so sore I can't move and I can't even go to the bathroom and who's going to clean up this mess and all this kind of stuff. So um, I can't imagine that that would ever happen to you. But I got the same question for shoulders. If you if you've hurt your shoulders, how do I lift a barbell or jump a rope or any of that stuff? How can I possibly have a meaningful workout? Oh, you can have a great workout. Um, there's so many ways to modify. So you can either call me. <laughs> I can right. do yeah. personal training and rent and all all this stuff uh, for Zoom. Um, I do. It doesn't matter where you live, so you can always contact me. Um, I do with lots of people that have tons of injuries. Um, but yeah, you. Again, once you're cleared from physical therapy um, and your doctor, then there's a lot of different variations you can do. Um, and sometimes it also depends on like what shoulder injury you have. Everyone, again, affects them differently. Some people have no problem with putting their hands over their head. Some of them, they get to a point where as soon as you get to shoulder height, they're like, that's it. You know, it really depends on everyone's injury. And again, we're going to strengthen your shoulders so that you can um, get past your injury, you can get an amazing workout. Um, and we work around the things that um, really are causing pain, but strengthening at the same time so that we can get past get past it eventually and go forward. Okay. All right. And um, that, you know, I think that the idea to contact you 
if you need to modify a workout is a great idea. Um, now I've read too that there's other reasons for modifying or varying a workout other than an injury, uh, or an illness. And, and I'm thinking about, um, like if you plateau in your workouts that, you know, you're not getting any faster, stronger, thinner. Um, is that a time to consider a modification? So a lot of times, um, yeah, it, it, I don't know if it would, would be a modification necessarily. It would definitely be a varied workout. So um, as a runner, I, I like to run um, and I've done some marathons. But in order to get faster, a lot of people will um, do HIIT training because HIIT training makes you faster. So sometimes you have to add things in or you have to vary it. Or just say you hit the plateau like you're talking about, um, because I've been going to the gym and I do the exact same workout every single day. So I'm not going to, my body's not going to change. And I've been doing this for the past like nine months. And I'm wondering why nothing's changed because your body is already used to it. We're doing the same thing. Your heart doesn't have to work as hard anymore to get to that point because it's used to it already. So you have to not let your body know what's coming sometimes and we need to like change it up. So if you go, I'm just going to say you go to the gym and you are on a treadmill and you're walking at 4.0 and we've been walking at 4.0 doing four miles every day for the past nine months. Mm -hmm. The very first time I started, I'm sure you're, you started, that would have been hard, but mm -hmm. nine months later, 12 months later, it's not. My body is so used to it at this point. My heart rate is what used to maybe used to feel like a level 10 or my heart rate. Just say your heart rate was at 150. I'm just going to throw a number out, right? Mm -hmm. 12 months later, I'm sure your heart rate is nowhere near 150 anymore. It mm -hmm. is a much lower, which means that you're not really exerting as much effort to get to it because you have already, you know, you conditioned your body to get to that point. But if I would have said to you now, I want you to add hills into it, right? So if you add inclines on, then, and I'm still walking at 4.0, then I'm going to start changing it up because now my body is going to have to work harder to get up on those inclines. So, so you want to chair, you need to challenge your body. Right. And, and that's what I was going to uh, say is that challenging ourselves, our bodies in different ways is, is ultimately to our benefit. That's what yes. I'm hearing. Okay, good. Now, with the time we've got left, is it possible that changing our workout routine will help prevent some of the injuries that led to the need to vary our workouts in the first place? So sometimes you could get an overuse injury. So an overuse injury is when you're like repetitively doing the same kind of workout over and over and over again. So yeah, so sometimes that definitely can help. And so you don't get an overuse injury. So absolutely. Okay. You know, I'm trying to get to the point in uh in my workouts to where the ice comes flying out of my glass when i run and so far uh no no progress there feel free to laugh uh if you would like um there's you don't have to anyway i think this is uh very educational and you've told us lots of ways that we can work around different types of things when it comes to fitness and the fact that you have pain in something is not a reason to not work out. You can still get a good workout done, even if you've got a, a knee that's tweaked or a shoulder that's bad, or you've had the flu, things like that. Thank you, Beth, for educating us on that. And like I said at the start, 
Beth is a social media, Instagram, and TikTok influencer. She has absolutely, literally hundreds of videos on TikTok with workouts that require no equipment or very limited gear like a mat or a towel. And her book, Think Healthy, Be Healthy, is available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and in traditional bookstores. And if that weren't enough, you can now go to her website at bethlender-moss.com and order yourself. No dash. That's wrong. Oh, no. No dash. No No dash. dash. Well, that'll teach me. BethLenderMoss, all one word, dot com. And order a copy to make up for my mistake order, too. That's it. (laughs) That's it for this week. Thanks for listening. Tell your friends about Beth and come back next time for another edition of the Beth Linder Moss podcast.